Welcome to the Brand Party Podcast. I'm your host, Christine from CL Designs. If you know me, execution and getting shit done is my middle name. This podcast will energize you to invest in your brand in new ways. Join me for tips, insights, and actions you can take to make your brand a priority in your business. My guests and I deliver honest, to-the-point advice you can implement right away. Your brand is worth celebrating. It can be fun, and I'll show you how. Let's get this party started. Rachel is the founder and chief lemon of Make Lemonade, a co-working office in the heart of Toronto. Rachel believes that everyone deserves to feel like a boss, whether they're the CEO or starting their first internship. She encourages everyone to go after their dreams, no matter how big or small or what lemon life has handed them. On this episode, we're celebrating the importance of brand loyalty and community. Thanks so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you being part of the party. Yeah, I'm so excited to party. (laughs) So I want to dive into like how brand party resonates with you. Well, for me, I think that creating a brand is a party in itself. When I started my company, Make Lemonade, figuring out the branding, the colors, and how my brand was going to feel was one of the most exciting parts of the whole thing. But on top of all of that, like what I've learned throughout the years now is that having a brand is a party because it's 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 living your brand every single day. It's eating, breathing, walking the talk, and truly living your values. Beginning, I thought a brand was just about a logo and the fonts, but it truly is about living your brand inside and outside. It sounds like you have so much fun, yeah, every day, which is a great thing. So, what would you say is your one favorite part about your about Make Lemonade? Make Lemonade is exactly how I feel on the outside and how I feel on the inside too. It's ironic because I think my favorite color is really orange, even though our colors are really like yellow and pink, but those kind of colors really accentuate like the feeling that I want people to feel when they walk in to make lemonade or they follow us on Instagram or look at our website. The feeling is the same everywhere. And you make a good point too, because a lot of people get caught up in what they represent, but then they don't think about the flip side of who it's for equally. Mm Because it's nice to be like, I love orange, but then how does that resonate with your audience as well yeah I actually had a really hard time with that and sometimes I still battle it because some days I'm like well I want to wear plaid but you know I should be wearing my brand colors more and you know sometimes we get caught up in all like the shoulds and whatnot but if your brand is colorful show up colorfully if your brand is like more muted or exactly I think there's other ways to accentuate that as well and not everybody needs to be literally dressing their brand all the time (laughs) I think it's interesting because I tell my clients all the time, too, that they shouldn't resist the things that they naturally are gravitating towards, Mm -hmm. but just kind of sit in it and own it a little bit because when you're confused and unclear, that's where the, I think the start of all that overwhelm kicks in and you could be looking a certain way and then you just don't know what the answer is. So you would default to what everybody else is doing. You have to sit in it, and that's when your brand really shines. It's like, what what are the things that actually stand out and stay strong is what you end up coming back to. I've gone a million different ways around 
around the bend and, and back again to be like, we should do this or we should do that. But it kind of always comes back to like the few core concepts and core values. So what would you say to those who feel overwhelmed by their branding and design challenges right now? You have to sit into that resistance and kind of feel that, but also understand that the branding like I said before too, isn't just your colors and your logo. It's everything. And it's the best part of your brand. If you don't, if you don't figure out what your core values are that can be expressed by the colors and the fonts, then at the end of the day, you kind of just have a little shop and that's it. And this is the most exciting and best part of your company, in my opinion, is here's the mannequin, but now we get to dress it and make it exciting and decide what kind of voice is it going to have? How's it going to walk? And how's it going to talk? All of that is is just like such an opportunity to create a brand whichever way you want it to be. I think that that what makes people come back to make lemonade time and time again is not just for all the amazing things that you have to offer. Like free coffee and tea <laughs> and all the strong Wi-Fi is always amazing, but it's the people that you've attracted. I think that makes such a big difference. Yeah. You know, it took me a really long time too, to understand that those are just like the features. That's just the steak. That's not the sizzle going. Yeah. Like our Wi-Fi never cuts out and there's unlimited tea and you've got private phone booths, but you can get that stuff at home too. But what you come for is for everything else. It's the community. It is like, it's the sizzle. It's the feeling you're going to get when you choose to work here as opposed to working from home or from a coffee shop. And I think that's the thing that we all can realize about our, any brand that we're creating is go, is it's, it's not just like the basic little facts. It's, it's everything else on top of that. It's the cherry on top that people are really relating to. And obviously you've been at it for a little while now and have learned a lot along the way, but building that trust and brand loyalty has been super essential, I think, for being in it for the long haul. So what would you say, bringing it back, I guess, how did Make Lemonade come to be with its community that it has today? Well, the ironic thing is that when I started Make Lemonade, I had no idea I was building a community. I really thought I'm building a space with Wi-Fi and unlimited tea and like, it's just inspiring to be there. And it took me a long time to even understand that the community is like the main thing. We used to say join the club, but that sounded a little bit like exclusive and closed off. And now it's always just join the community. And now we've even taken that a bit further and say you don't have to be a member to drink the lemonade. We're, we're a community, not a club. Like Everyone is welcome. When you're building a business, you go, okay, here are like the three main things I want to do. And then you take every opposite road that will get you there. And then all of a sudden the cloud starts apart and things become clearer and clearer about, you know, which direction you need to go. And I truly believe it's like when you can figure out those values and the easiest way to get to point A to point B, that's when you can really have fun. Be open to all the other little like cherries on top, but you need to stay focused on like the few main things that are important to you too. And one of the main things for us is community. Our voice and the way we respond to somebody on Instagram or in an email is the exact same way you're going to be greeted when you come and join us in person. When you book a meeting room, it's not just your room is confirmed. It's, oh my gosh, you're so great for booking. Like, are you ready to say goodbye to like wobbly tables and loud coffee shops? Be welcomed into a space with lemonade. Like those are the kind of feelings. And the other main thing is making sure that people feel welcome all the time. Our, our newest 
little mantra for us is saying if somebody looks lost, they don't feel like a boss. And our main goal is to make sure people feel like a boss all the time. But sometimes it takes a long time to really understand that that's one of your values, even if that's been the value there the entire time. I think it's hard to stick with it. Like that consistency piece is so hard for people because Mm -hmm. people get attracted to the shiny object syndrome. Yeah. And so how do you find that you just reduce that distraction? I've been attracted to all the shiny things since <laughs> I've opened. And to give some context, like since since we're recording this podcast, Lemonade has had their door, our doors open for just over two years now. And before that, I had spent just under a year kind of like creating our brand online and on Instagram and kind of growing, I guess, what is was a, net, a community, but really I thought it was a network at that time. And I think we all are going to get distracted by the shiny objects. You think that, oh, if I say yes to this thing, that is exactly what I need to do. And it's the answer to everything. But I kind of have this voice in the back of my head and it takes time to just strengthen that muscle of going, by me saying yes to this, is my company going to do better? Is it really going to thrive? When I created my business, did I imagine that I needed to go to this thing? in order for my business to thrive? Yes or no. I also ask myself, like, do I want to do this? And then I also just look at the books, like, you know, paying attention to your numbers is so important going, is this going to cost me money? Is this going to make me money? And sometimes you have to make those hard decisions too. And it doesn't always feel great. The other part about like being consistent is I think for a long time, like I, I knew that like consistency was what was important, yet it felt really boring. And that's why it's so natural for us to go, okay, I want to go to this shiny object or that shiny object or whatever it is, but there's more than one way to say the exact same thing. And we've heard this a hundred times from one of our good friends at Make Lemonade 2, Katie Prince. She talks about how like the average human sees like 10,000 plus ads every single day. And if you imagine an ad like a truck on a highway, you need to see that ad like 10, 20 times before you actually go, oh yeah, I'm going to buy that loaf of bread. So even though we think that, oh, I've said the same thing three times in the same week, that may still be only the first time that someone has registered and gone, oh, okay, yeah, I do need to sign up for this thing. So, I mean, that's part of business is, you know, having to repeat yourself a million times. So that's why people should like it. Yeah. (laughs) And then... I guess on the flip side too, people obviously can evolve over time and Uh pivot and change, but always coming, I think, back to those core values is really important, like you mentioned, Mm -hmm. but how do you find you figure out the right path, or is it just a lot of testing, do you find? It's the core values of what feels good too. I remember I had this conversation with my lawyer at one point, I had to make this decision, and it was really tough, and I remember asking him, and I'm talking to a lawyer, And he goes, yeah, you just got to go with your gut. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, even you are telling me that I have to go based on my intuition? Like, like, and that, and that's the truth. So a lot of it is you need to just go, okay, like what feels right. And the other thing too, is like, what's, what's making or losing money. And it, it like that there's the black and white and there's the intuitive piece as well. For solopreneurs in particular who have taken that leap and no longer have their own network to kind of lean on towards what would you recommend to them to grow that network and find that thriving community 
Well, I think wherever you are, one of the best things you can do is join a co-working space. You can go, a lot of co-working spaces in whichever city you're at will have some networking events or they'll do like potlucks or just ways to engage the community. And that's where you'll most likely find your people because a lot of the people who are at co-working spaces are solopreneurs or working for themselves or are just starting out. And then depending on the kind of thing that you're deciding to grow, I can only share from my own personal experience, but what I started with Make Lemonade is before I had a physical space, before I had a network, before I really knew anybody, I started on Instagram and I just started sharing things that I imagined and, you know, this is how I want to create this space. And I started just asking people and seeing this, if this would be of interest and my very first member, she actually helped me paint like before I should say somebody I met on Instagram helped me paint and then became our first member. And now she's one of my closest friends. And it's always amazing how you never really know what can happen when you decide to take a leap of faith and, you know, connect with somebody in an quote unquote unconventional way, whether that is deciding to show up for a networking event or offering to paint and help a complete stranger. You know, it's taking those little leaps of faith that you really have no idea what it can do for your company and and you as a person too. As co-working spaces pop up and just like for anybody else who feels like they're in a saturated market, what would you say in terms of, it can be easy to get trapped in that comparison game, obviously, and that analysis paralysis of things. And yeah. so how do you ensure that your brand stands out in amongst all the rest in your industry? Well, I think about co-working just like coffee shops. You've got the WeWork, which is kind of like Starbucks. So everyone's going to know about Starbucks and everyone knows about WeWork. And those companies are great because they do the education. They do the educating for you. You know, before Starbucks, nobody went out to get coffee. That just wasn't really a thing. And then you think about all of the other independent coffee shops that are everywhere in the cities. And... You know, one day you decide, I'm going to go to my favorite coffee shop, whereas the next day you're going to go to your Starbucks. By you going to Starbucks, it's not saying that I'm not loyal to my favorite coffee shop. It's just, oh, I just wanted to walk a little further. I just wanted to change it up or whatever it is. Yet everyone is still there. Everyone still needs to drink coffee. So co-working spaces, the smaller ones, the boutique ones, are just like the independent coffee shops too. At the end of the day people need to drink coffee. There's like 7 billion people in this world. We're going to be okay. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a good mantra for just everything in life. Yeah. I recently saw a member of our community, um, Pollyanna Reed. She tweeted something that said, there's 7 billion people in this world. Surely you can get seven clients. Mmm. Yeah. That feels good. Yeah. And that's the truth. You know, I think about Make Lemonade and when I was freaking out at the beginning of like, oh my God, I need members. Like I need people in here. Like there's, there's millions of people around. You're going to be fine. We're going to find like 30. (laughs) That's something that I remind myself a lot lately too, is just Mm -hmm. being able to trust and enjoy the process as well. Yeah. Cause especially if you're in it for the long haul and you know that your business is something that's going to just naturally take time. Yeah. Like you want to be able to actually enjoy what you're doing. Exactly. And you know, when we think about jeans too, right? Like all the different types of jeans that I'm wearing, I'm not one who's like particularly super loyal to one brand, but it doesn't mean that I hate one over the other. Like I still need to wear my pants. So I'm going to buy pants. I'm going to buy pants and like 
all the jean companies are still thriving. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah. There's lots to go around. You know, we choose things based on what we like. You know, when you think about choosing like a copywriter, if, if you have a copywriting business, you know, you could go like, oh, but there's somebody else who is my competition. But you know what? Someone may go to your quote unquote competition because that's who they like. But the people who are going to go to you is, is that's because they like you. And that's why it's important to go back to like your brand values and really stay true to what you're promising and, you know, advertising for your brand because that's like, that's why people choose you. Like that's why if somebody chooses one coffee shop over Starbucks or vice versa, because they go, I like this coffee. I like the people who work there. I like the way they make me feel all of that. And that's the exact same reason why people choose who they want to work with. I think coming back to that brand 360 idea, it's beyond those colors, beyond the fonts that you mentioned, mm-hmm. but customer service has been such a big piece of what I think I consider Make Lemonade as like my second home is what I call it all the time. And it's such a great word of mouth as well from people's experience and beyond the Instagram rule decor and everything positive around it. But what are some of the factors that you consider to provide that positive brand experience for people? I mean, I think the main thing is that it's the people that make up our community and that kind of do the work for us, too. You know, if we had just a bunch of grouchy people in Make Lemonade the entire time, that would really affect people's experiences there. And I think that has kind of come from right at the beginning when I was opening and just the way I showed up and, you know, presented myself to the community that I was building, the the hardest thing was being like, join the community of one and then having to evolve. So being very clear about this is the kind of, this is the kind of vibe that I'm going for and inviting people in um, and going, yeah, you're, you're going to vibe really well here and you're going to help you know, be the makeup of this community. We have an amazing program called the Front Desk Gang, which you're a part of, Christine. And to explain, the Front Desk Gang is where there's a group of people who manage the front desk for a couple of hours at Make Lemonade each week. And then in exchange, they get a membership here. And what really works well about that program is that it's people who then show up and are cheerleaders for our brand and then are also being able to experience the benefits of the community and what the space can do for them. But then they are extensions like ambassadors and the cheerleaders who then, you know, share that experience with other people too. But we're very careful to make sure that the people who we invite into the program are the kind of people who can represent our brand in a great way and make sure that they understand that when somebody comes in the door, they feel amazing and the messaging and you know the tone of voice that we put out on our website and on Instagram is coming from any extension of somebody who's a part of the Make Lemonade community. I think you genuinely like ask people in your audience and not only listen I think it's a powerful piece but actually apply the things that they've said too because I think people start to fall short less and less throughout that kind of process. There's a lot that you can see on the outside that you don't see on the inside and I think it's really important to recognize that Every brand, every company, you know, as shiny as it looks on the outside is going through a major overhaul. And I would say for the past two years, it's been like an absolute struggle. But knowing that for us, the most important thing is our people and making sure that they feel good is amazing. So every blunder that we've kind of had, we've also just made sure to try to try our very best to be messaging that all the time with our community of being like, hey, 
you're along for the ride with us. Thank you for supporting us. And, you know, especially when you're, when you're a small company and a small team and sometimes a team of one, if you have the opportunity to make a change, there's no red tape the same way that a big corporation can have. So to be able to just make those changes really quick where it can be felt and heard by your consumers, like that is so incredibly powerful. And that's a big advantage that you have outside of working in, in a different company where you don't get to make the decisions all the time. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with the listeners on today's episode? My main thing, I would say, if wherever you are on your journey, I would say make it fun. You know, there's this line where they say you didn't leave your nine to five to start a 24 seven. And, and I don't think that that applies necessarily all the time to somebody who's like, I'm starting my own thing on my own. My main mantra is I want to make sure that everyone feels like a boss. It doesn't matter if you're the CEO or you're the intern, you deserve to feel like a boss. So you want to make sure that you're having fun in whatever you're doing. And whether those are just simple acts of kindness that you give yourself or making sure that you're filing system is colorful, make sure that you have fun with what you're doing. You've got one life, so we may as well have a good time doing it. And your branding is a huge extension of that. So I have a few rapid fire questions for you. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. So what are you currently celebrating? Oh, I'm celebrating the fact that I am like leveling up so much. I just went through kind of like an intensive mastermind. I've signed up for another mastermind coaching thing in the beginning of 2020. And I just started like seriously weightlifting. And that's like really changed something. So I'm just like, I'm celebrating my growth. Amazing. And I guess you touched on this a little bit, but what's the number one thing that you want people to have fun with from this episode? I think it's you. You. Have fun with you. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to join in on the fun on the Brand Party podcast today, Rachel. Where can people find out more about you? Visit us in person at 326 Adelaide Street West, Toronto, or you can check us out on Instagram at Co. Or on our website, makelemonade.ca. Thank you so much, Christine. Thank you for being an example to others to have the courage to show up, follow through, and have fun while doing it. We've come to the end of season one of the Brand Party Podcast, but the fun doesn't need to end here. Here's the details on the after party. I have an important question for you entrepreneurs out there. Have you taken every online training? how to failed attempt to outsource dodgy freelancers on Fiverr and still feel overwhelmed building your own brand from scratch? What if there was a way to achieve brand clarity, consistency, and convergence? There was a way to do this through social media without decision fatigue. Would you finally commit to building a brand that is a true reflection of you? I want to show you how to create the bold legacy that you're so deserving of and design the life you've always wanted so that you can step into your vision and connect with the people most important to you. When you RSVP to the Brand Party Challenge starting on Monday, February 17th, you'll get access to five days of branding exercises, a masterclass, live Q&A, and support from an expert and community that has your back as you learn the clarity, consistency, and conversions that will allow you to take that vacation finally without the guilt that you should be working on your business while others struggle and make procrastination their middle name. Visit christineldesigns.com slash brand dash party dash challenge to join in on the fun now.